All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. That is Jake Vevra, stand-up comedian in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, stand-up comedian in Iowa City. As I glance at my watch, I see that we are recording on Saturday, August 14th. We are here to... What's that? True story. True story. We are here to make fun of everything that you take seriously in the news. This is what we do is is you watch the news, you get anxious, so you listen to us and we mock everything that makes you anxious because we think the news is silly and stupid. Is that correct, Jake? I, I, I suppose, man. That's what we've been doing. Or movies or movies. Sometimes we do movies. Oh, yeah, we talk about that shit. Um, let's jump right in with a link I didn't send you because it's the biggest news stories ever. Donald uh, of all time. Donald Trump is now president. He a reinstatement day was yesterday. My pillow fella said it was going to happen Friday, August 13th. Uh, we all witnessed it. He presented his evidence at the symposium in South Dakota. And just like he said, uh, Biden and Kamala Harris resigned. Donald Trump uh, took his. Oh, wait a second. None of that happened. Jake, what happened? What? None of that happened. Joe Biden's still president. What went wrong? Well, a lot of people are saying it's because the president was full of shit. Also, my voice is bad. It's kind of going by the way, by the way. So apologies, apologies to the listeners. But listeners in Chicago should point out twice on Tuesday, 5 a.m., 5 p.m. Chicago's radio scene network. Sorry, I forgot to do that up front. Yes, Chicago. Thank you for listening. But um, some people say it's because Donald Trump was completely full of shit. There's hmm. other people. Now, I'm kind of in the middle. There's other people, though, that say the Mayan calendars are actually had it uh, two months later. So I, I according to the Mayans, it's going to happen uh, two months from today. I, I, I like that. It, it reminds me of um, the the I'm not making fun. It reminds me of the absolutely factually correct end of days. Nate, uh, um, um predictors i almost said naysayers uh people that say the the world will definitely end they've done the math it's going to end on october 14th 2020 oh wait uh i did the math wrong push it back two years i think they're absolutely correct you just have to finagle work with what you've got uh it will still happen we're just pushing it back a little do the mayans say that he's back in the mayan calendar say that a lot of those votes were fixed and what did Nostradamus say? I'm sure he predicted this. He predicted everything. Did he? I well, don't know. I, I'm Let's sure there was like, I'm sure there's a Mayan drawing of a big orange haired fella, you know, with a pompadour, a big poof uh, comb over. And I'm sure Nostradamus has somewhere in his uh, predictions of flying machines and uh, whatever else he predicted. Uh, Trump's Domus probably got it, man. Let's ask him. Let's um, have him on the podcast next week. Here's a question I have for you, and I'm, I'm, I, I'll give the listeners a heads up. I am, I am springing this on Jake. I am hoping that his uh, mind will leap to a conclusion that I find amusing because I can't think of anything. Why do you think my pillow fella keeps doing his things in South Dakota? What makes South Dakota so important? That's where he held his uh, big rally that you and I praised, rightfully so. Uh, you pointed out in all your genius that he is the only pillow executive to ever draw 1500 people to an auditorium to talk about presidents. Um, I know the media made fun of it, said he only drew 1500 people name another pillow executive. So now he's back in South Dakota. He went for a symposium in Sioux Falls. Why, why South Dakota for my pillow fella? Mm, 
because he tried the other Dakota, but my pillow guy could only get the second best Dakota to let him talk. <laughs> oh, you're saying North Dakota's number one. Yeah, and I, I say that based off of very little. I haven't really been to either state much. <laughs> I honestly don't know anything about either state. I'm just talking shit. So South Dakotans out there getting pissed off right now know that I based that off of absolutely nothing except for the fact that, uh, I don't know, the MyPillow guy is there. That I hit you out of the blue with the thing. Yeah. I've been, I've I knew, been... I knew zero about your state, but now you have the pillow guy, so you lose two points. <laughs> That's a, it's a good way of putting it. If, if he had gone to North Dakota, North Dakota would lose yeah, points. Yeah, I mean, it, that was the tiebreaker. I um, I've done comedy in both states and I, I have a good time in each of them. Um, I will say this. I enjoyed North Dakota when I went there because I got to watch a full cycle of bust and boom and bust because I'd been traveling to North Dakota so often for so many years that when it was just sort of nobody went there nobody liked it It was north dakota it was an afterthought you'd go you do comedy it was fine and you'd come home but then the oil boom that happened in the 2000s holy shit dude it was like the wild west they were they were building hotels like mad they were charging a thousand dollars a month rent for a studio it was like downtown san francisco because of all the workers pouring in you could see these tent cities set up for workers and see, I've the, been in New York for so long and I'm like a thousand dollars a month for a studio. You can't find that. But you're talking about a shit uh, like a, right. a small yeah, yeah, town yeah. in North, North Dakota where last week it had six thousand residents and suddenly it has, you know, fifteen thousand residents. So they're 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 um, but uh, drugs. And it's kind of funny because every now and then some friend of mine will move here from Iowa that I haven't seen in like forever. And they'll be like, hey, man, uh, I'm getting to town next week. Do you know where I can get something for seven hundred and fifty dollars a month? I say, yes, I, a fucking closet. <laughs> You're going to have to sleep standing up like a goddamn vampire. Oh, I've seen those. Uh, I'm going to make up the number of those three hundred and fifty foot studio apartments that are basically you have a, a Murphy bed and a kitchen. Everything is in one room. It's it's as small as the area that I'm in right now where oh, it's yeah. like a long, narrow. But uh, North Dakota is nothing but a, an expanse. So they have room to but they just what everybody congregates in one area. But what I was saying is, is you'd show up and people be like, hey, if you bring I'm just going to make this up like four quaaludes you could get a hundred bucks each for them. Whereas they're worth like 10 cents in anywhere else in the world, because they were having such trouble with supply and demand for prostitutes, quaaludes, meth, any sort of drug. You, you could have been a millionaire supplying illicit material to North Dakota during the, the boom. Oh, and this was neat. Cause I got to talk to old uh, grizzled uh, oil men who were talking like, ah, it's going to go bust again. All these kids buying their trucks and making their, 50 bucks an hour thinking it's going to last forever and then it did and then it all just sort of evaporated what i think it was a shale oil was it the fracking that was big back then oh yeah 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 you get to watch the cycle they got fracked right in the ass now they got fracked. nothing up there yep um I th i'm trying to think was there another big story this week i know the symposium was one one i didn't talk about that i didn't send you no nah, um, i guess not Delta cases rising. Let's let's talk about that. I sent you an article that I thought was sad and funny. We've talked about this in the past. The idea that Americans need to get bribed to be vaccinated. 
where Ohio was doing a million dollar lottery and other places were offering free tuition to college. I thought this was the silliest. Um, they, it was Maryland and they created a cartoon grandmother who basically said, you should get vaccinated and vaccination rates went through the roof. And this is before Delta variant uh, took off. This was a couple of weeks ago and they tracked the progress. And I just thought that was a pretty nice, I don't know if you want to call it a metaphor for America where science can tell you to do something and you don't listen. But if someone creates a gar- cartoon grandmother that is warm and that you can relate to, you'll go, oh, well, what a nice cartoon. And I, sh- I should listen to the cartoon and get yeah. vac- vaccinated. I, I think I'm going to I'm going to make a cartoon uh, pillow executive to tell people to get vaccinated. You know what I mean? To uh, kind of kind of get some of his his supporters, his his non vaccinated supporters to stick it in their arm. Yeah, I'm actually kind of pro Delta variant for this for this reason. I'm 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 starting to like the Delta variant. Don't get vaccinated, people. Don't do it. And I know you're sitting there thinking, Jake, why are you going all anti-vaxxer? I'm not. I got my shit back in March. It's just if you haven't gotten it now and it takes a cartoon abuela to do it for you, I kind of want you to get COVID and fuck off. You know what I mean? <laughs> they go, well, we need to get people vaccinated. The, the people, unvaccinated people are still dying. Good. Fuck them. Just checked. We don't need them. We're good. Yep. I would agree with that. The only the only the only caveat I would have is when it's kids because they the kids can't get vaccinated. But when you have dumb fucks, kids are damn near immune to it anyway. They're not the ones dying from this shit, except for well, they go, well, what about you? What about this one kid fucking two months ago in Oregon? Like, okay, yeah, in in very small numbers, peanuts are killing more kids than fucking covid. So when people go, oh, I got kids at home. Stop. You bring them Snickers bars, right? Shit. Yeah, that's that, that's the long term plan is Snickers bar long term. The, they're playing the long game with Snickers, diabetes and heart, uh, heart uh, disease and obesity. Yeah, dude, I will let an unvaccinated person spit in my face right now. I don't give a fuck like I don't. They're, OK, everything gets polarized in this country, as we often talk about. But I, there's three sides to this one. You know, there's there's the side that uh, goes, oh, it's all fake news. It's hoax. Don't get the vaccine. They're putting microchips in you and it's going to look at your wife's pussy or something. I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know. And then it's going to give your wife. <laughs> I've not heard pussy. that one before. That's it's going to give one. Bill Gates is going to give your wife's pussy autism with his microchip. And it's like, I, I don't they're never clear. And it, it's always fucking weird with the microchip shit. Uh, but then there's the other extreme where they're like i stole six ids so that i could get seven vaccines what about the delta and the gamma and the charlie charlie's in the wire the cdc says to wrap my face in cellophane i can't be killed by covid if i'm already dead you can't kill me if i'm dead covid (laughs) right so that's there's those guys and then there's the rest of us going hey we got the shot so we're good right we don't have to listen to either of those fucking psychos and we're kind of the silent majority in this one i feel but uh those first two groups of assholes tend to get most of the news coverage because they're the loudest and they're the most fucking annoying and we've talked about this in the past and it's sad because you always see those articles where um, someone that wanted to probably be a reporter when they were younger, got a degree in journalism and ended up, you know, getting hired. But instead of doing actual reporting, I don't know if they're told to do this or if they just discover it's easier instead of writing a well thought out and researched story, 
they go onto Twitter, they find the 10 stupidest people on Twitter, and then they write a story called people on Twitter are saying, and like you just said, it's not the majority of us, it's the 10 stupidest people on Twitter that are saying whatever the article is about. And it could be anything. They're outraged over this actor getting hired for this movie. They're afraid of COVID. They're afraid of the vaccine. It's it's that drives the narrative right now is the dumbest people on Twitter drive the narrative for the rest of the country. And it's pathetic. And that's where we are at as a nation. Well, right. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying you shouldn't take fucking precautions, right? I'm not I'm not saying don't try to get people vaccinated, although I kind of just did because I, I, I kind of want them to go at this point. I, I, don't really give a fuck. I do, too. But I yeah, I don't I'm starting to get pro Delta variant. I it seems to be they're going, well, you know, if you get the vaccine, uh, you can still get covid. You just won't get hospitalized or die. So basically, you're telling me covid's only killing all the right people right now. Good. <laughs> go covid. Go covid. I'm pro covid on this one. I, I can't disagree with you, especially when I see headlines like I uh, did. You see I didn't send you this, but the Florida broadcaster who called Fauci a lot. He, he was a right wing radio host, like a mini Rush Limbaugh that without any of the fame. But apparently he was railing against the vaccine up until two weeks ago when he got covid. And uh, from his deathbed in the hospital, he was texting his friends saying, I was wrong. Please get vaccinated. Um you know, I suppose that he texted his friends is one thing. I'm just happy he didn't go on air and say it because, again, if if, if Florida, that's, that's a perfect place to wipe out 10,000 really dumb voters. I mean, what better state than Florida? Yeah. Uh, let's see. COVID deaths, Florida. Hang on. I'm, I'm, I'm typing a thing in deaths. Mm hmm. Florida. I'm Googling some shit. So, well, I just read uh, while you Google that four states right now are responsible for over 50% of all the cases. And it was Florida, Texas, and then I forget the other two, Missouri and Louisiana, something like that. But Florida and Texas were the top two. Now, they, they are also two of the most populated, but uh, so, California and New York are very populated, but they're getting vaccinated. And and here's here's the thing. with I'm looking at the cases in New York, right? So about a little over a month ago, we were down to like maybe 100, 200 a day, something like that. It was like a really, really low point for us. Now we're back up to like 1,000, 2,000 a day. And you're like, holy shit, that looks a lot. Till you type in COVID deaths, we're still in single digits a day. Like in this, in this entire city of, of New York, which is like 8 million people here. And this is, I mean, this is the New York Times numbers. You know what I mean? This isn't mm -hmm. some fucking oh, right liberal biased media. Don't go in. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, this isn't some, some, you know, outlet that's trying to get you not to fucking worry about shit. Right, right, I right. mean, it looks really bad if you're looking at cases. Now you go to COVID deaths in Florida and you're at like hundreds of people a day dying. Yeah. From shit. As opposed to single digits. And it's like, no, we're still getting it a lot here. The only difference is, for the most part, people aren't even getting hospitalized for it. So they're not even showing up on that fucking first number I read off. Um, the people that are, those are the people who are getting tested and it's popping up, but they're not fucking dying. So I, you know, that to me is like, hey, the vaccine's doing its fucking job. If you get it, you don't really have to worry about it. Like I said, I will let 
an unvaxxed person spit in my face right now just so that I will spit back in their face and be like, I just had seven other unvaxxed people spit in my face. I'll pull like a fight, uh, a, a Brad Pitt and fight club. Like you don't know where I've been unvaccinated person. You don't know where I've been. I'm just going to get sick. You're going to fucking die. I just had uh, two thoughts. One is completely random. So I'll get that one out of the way. And then the second one we can talk about. I saw a great meme on Facebook uh, yesterday. It was a picture of Magic Johnson. And it just said, this is the only person I'm listening to when it comes to um, viruses, surviving a virus. Oh, there you (laughs) go, man. Like, that's pretty clever. Uh, Here's my second. I also drank some of Magic Johnson's blood, so I know I'm good. Yeah, that's going to get you. I can blow a guy with Ebola right now and I'll be fine. Um, so here's my second thought, and this is something you hinted at, but we, we didn't. Uh, one thing that is hitting the news right now that I absolutely agree with, and I wish it had hit earlier, and I hope action is taken really, really quickly when it comes to hospitalizations. Given that we, you, you were March, I got mine first week of April. Um, the instant the vaccination became available, I just went and did it because it's what you do. So March, April, May, June, July, August, we're almost six months in. at the six month mark. I think every insurance company should say, all right, we're going to treat vaccinations like smoking. If you are unvaccinated, you're on the hook for your own hospital bill because we talk about deaths. Um, I The news is saying that hospitalization hospitalization rates in Missouri and Florida and Texas. I think the feds just went into Missouri to help build tents because their hospitals are full. Um, Who's paying that shit? Like our insurance companies paying it. That just increases all our premiums. So like smoking gives you higher premiums. If you are unvaccinated, you should have to double your premium and your deductible. Your deductible should be something like 10,000 or 20,000 before insurance kicks in because it's it's easy to look at uh, death rates and all that and unvaccinated people don't go to hospitals. But if you're one of these fuck faces that doesn't want to get uh, vaccinated and you go to the hospital, you should have to pay for that shit for the rest of your life. All we hear about is medical debt, medical debt, medical debt, and how it bankrupts people. Very few people up until this week were tying the two together and saying that unvaccinated people should have fucking medical debt because fuck them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on it, right? Like, I I, I do kind of like the idea of using honey more than a stick with these people because I think the stick kind of um, kind of feeds into their fucking conspiracy bullshit, which is a, a, a lot of what we're what we're dealing with here. Well, I, I get that, but I don't think this is a stick. I think this is just cause and effect. But go ahead. I mean, but that's the thing is same with businesses going, oh, well, we don't want you in here unless you're vexed and this and that. It's sort of like these are the same people that that are in favor of stuff like this vaccine passports and all that, which I'm kind of torn on. You know, I get that um, there's definitely a good reason for it. And businesses should kind of be able to do what they want. But it's also like the the same people that are really behind this. if you ask them, and I know I've brought this up on here before, if, if you ask them, oh, hey, um, in Georgia, they're thinking about having people show a picture ID to vote. Like, oh, that's the most racist shit I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah How yeah, dare yeah. you? How dare you? It's it's, it's percentage wise. It's, it's more like people of color that can't afford IDs. So you can't ask them to show an ID because it's rich. Oh, oh, you can ask them to show a smartphone, though. Those people can get a smartphone that I just mentioned who were too poor to get an ID. Yeah, smartphone, that's no problem. Have them show that to get in here. And it's like, 
the, the news tries to make it look like the people who aren't getting vaccinated are all pasty faced Trump supporters. And I mean, that may be true in like super rural areas and stuff like that. But I can tell you from living in New York City, the people here who are not getting vaccinated, they're not all Trump supporters and they're damn sure not all white. I think once they start fucking putting a lot of this place and once when they start putting a lot of these policies in place, it's not going to fucking uh, pan out the way they thought it would. It's going to get ugly. Uh, it's more trouble than it's worth. The benefit to getting the vaccine is that you don't have to worry about dying from COVID, you fucking dummies. If that's not enough for you, I got nothing. Oh, you got to pay a little more for health insurance. You know what sucks more than that? Fucking death. Death sucks. If that's not <laughs> enough to motivate you, then, oh, well, they can't get into a, a, well, a Yankee game. You know what's worse than not getting into a Yankee game? Going, <laughs> and then dying. That sucks. If that's well, not enough to motivate you, then I all this other shit is out the fucking window for me. All it's going to do is reinforce the, oh, see, this is the, the, the government. They're they're putting this shit in us, and they're lying about it, and they're trying to make us get it, and they're evil fucks, and I, 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 don't, I don't think it's worth it. Okay, that's passports, and I will not push back on that because I have no argument. Um, I will say, though, that when it comes to insurance premiums and deductibles, what happens is, is you have some people, again, I agree with you, it's not all Trump supporters. We forget that the left invented healing crystals and meditation to cure cancer because that's what the left does, the far left. Um, uh, that's real. You have people out there who are saying, oh, COVID's not real. It's not going to happen to me. So if they think it's not real or it's not going to happen to them and they're not going to get vaccinated, having a larger premium because they don't get vaccinated. That's very real. So, well, I agree with you on the passports. That is one thing that's going to get messy. Fucking money out of their pocket. That will be very real to people very quickly. So that's, that's why I say insurance premiums could be something. And it's not really a stick. It's just more a, hey, either you do this and you, it's, you're free not to do it. That's fine. But as a private business, not the government, as, as a private business, we are taking this measure to ensure our bottom line, because then when you do deal with the right, not the far left, hey, they're all about private enterprise in the free market. And if the free market says you have to get vaccinated or you pay more, well, that's just a business at work like it's supposed to. And, and that is kind of true, man. I mean, you, you know, if a lot of the uh, a lot of the people on the right that ain't getting vaccinated. Well, if it's private companies doing it, this is that that capitalism thing you guys, you know. Love to harp to. about so much so yeah. it's it's just the free market being the free market and they're gonna fuck you in the ass and uh that's what they do but i i you know and and i like i like the idea more of the um the free market doing it than the government you know yeah. i think it's better that it comes from there my only thing is um it i i just think it's it's gonna get ugly once you get too many of these places saying oh you can't come in here unless you're vaccinated because that like at a certain point it doesn't need to be the government making the 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 fucking rules it's it's still kind of the, the same thing going on it's it's kind of like when they um when they were trying to fucking still like hold up jim crow laws in the south and they were going well it's just the business is choosing whether they want you know people that look different in here it's not it's not the government doing anything we're just allowing them to make their own decisions and it's like i i, I get that that's those are two very different things but it's similar in that if if every fucking place 
is making you get a vaccine to come in, then you can't really go anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I thought this was funny. Um, I didn't send it to you, but it, it ties in um, of one of the companies that is mandating vaccinations for workers and um, uh, fuck, what's it called? Not temps, but uh, um, if, if you have to work inside of a Microsoft, well, it's, I was, I just gave it away. Microsoft, Microsoft came out and said, if you are a worker or a contractor, that's what I was trying to think. If you are a contractor that needs to work on Microsoft stuff, you need to get vaccinated. So uh, that's kind of ironic and funny that people think Bill Gates is putting the microchip in, in the vaccination. And now Microsoft is saying you have to get vaccinated. Maybe they should have been one of the later companies to say that as opposed to one of the first companies out of the bag, like here's the vaccination and, and uh, oh, Microsoft says you have to get it to work for us. That uh, maybe not the best PR move for them, because that just sort of reinforces the belief by the crazies that Microsoft is behind some shit. Yeah. And honestly, as funny as the microchip sort of thing is, I, I don't think that's what most people are concerned. I think most people are concerned about like side effects. Yeah. And all oh, they're covering up side effects and this and that. And, I, oh, there's long-term shit that's going to happen with this. And so far, we've just not been seeing it. And it look, like, I'm not saying that they don't test this fucking shit on uh, people in third world countries and inmates and military and, like, people that can't sue, basically. That's why it didn't come out in 20 minutes. It took, you know, yeah, uh, about a year for it to come out. You know, they, that's... They did. I, 40,000 people studies at a, at a batch, not just one 40,000 person yeah. study. They did, you know, like batches of 20, 40,000 people at a time. Yeah. And, and those are the ones I, I think there's plenty of fucking early studies that they just are not telling us about. I think there's entire tribes somewhere that we've never fucking heard of that ain't around anymore because <laughs> they got or have June thumbs for 2020 years. vaccines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and look, I'm not saying that's okay. I'm not saying it's good. What I'm saying is these people's fear about all oh, these companies are shady. And a lot of them are the same ones that brought us the opioid crisis. And it's like, yeah, that's all true. But they already did that a long time ago. Now they're in a different population pool of people that can fucking sue them. So they've worked all the, the, the bugs out. And I, you know... The, the fact that they're still worried about it's fucking crazy to me. Well, I listened to a, as much of a New York Times podcast as I could on non-vaccinated people, and it was really even handed. I mean, th this woman, this this in, this reporter had the patience of a saint and not even the patience. She just had the temperament of a saint because you would hear her talking. Um, they, they talked to a series of anti-vaccination people about why they're not vaccinated. And this woman would just call like, oh, hi, how are you? Oh, I've got my kids in the background. Oh, you have kids. That's so lovely. Whereas an asshole like me would call me like, hey, why the fuck aren't you vaccinated, you piece of shit? So this 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 reporter was just fantastic. She just dealt with these people like they were human beings, which is what you have to do. You can't insult them like asshole me does. Um, and the sad thing was, I mean, I insult them, but I also don't care if they get vaccinated. That's what that's my I, I guess that's another side of why I don't really give a shit whether I'm around people that are vaccinated or not, because I'm not the one who's got to fucking worry about that shit. It's the unvaccinated people that got to worry. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm not really going to get that sick of it. Again, if I was immunocompromised, if I, if I live with somebody who was, that's a very different story. And if that was the case, I really wouldn't be going out 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a different, you got to take different kind of precautions. That's more on you than it is the rest of society. You know, um, I, I had a friend of mine that couldn't make it to my wedding because he was like, dude, my, my, my wife is severely immunocompromised. She's in the process of getting hundred percent disability for it because even like before COVID and shit, she had several times in her life been hospitalized because of like colds and shit. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, the vaccine basically makes it like it's the cold or pneumonia or something. If that's something that has the possibility of taking you out, then, yeah, you probably shouldn't fucking go anywhere. You know, and I told him, I, I, absolutely, man, if, if, you know, uh, don't don't come. If she's that fucking immunocompromised, you, you shouldn't. Uh, that said, unless it's one of those rare circumstances, you don't have to fucking worry about these unvaccinated people giving you something that's going to fuck you up because I mean, except for in very rare cases, it's not gonna. Well, and that's where I was going is is listening to these people talk it it um, every single one of them. I listened to three before I got, I guess, frustrated and disgusted and turned it off because they kept coming back to fear and hesitancy. They, they spoke very articulately. They weren't, well, I'll believe in microchips, you know. Although I did actually hear that guy, there, there was a, a, an old report, there was an elderly couple, they, they went to rural Georgia and sat, spent a, a week with a doctor. And this doctor sat with this elderly couple that he knew it was a small town and he was their physician. And he talked with them about all their fears. And they were like, well, I don't know, microchips. And he's like, sweetheart, I love you. There's no microchip. And then it ended with them saying, yeah, we're not going to get it. And it was just frustrating. <laughs> but these other people were... Um, very articulate and very straightforward. And one guy said, I will get the vaccination when it's ready. Right now, I'm still, I believe it's in the testing phase. And it's like everything the opposite of what you just said, where you're pulling your hair out going, no, it is not in the testing phase. It's it's COVID has been around since forever. This is just a new strain, which means it's like, say you built a puzzle with a thousand pieces and you had 900 pieces of that puzzle. And then this new variant came along so it's already all built and all you did was fill in the last hundred pieces for this. Ver it, it's frustrating because every well, right. It's looking like there's a good chance that this thing came from a lab that studies this stuff. That's why they study stuff is to yeah. fucking get vaccines and all that kind of thing. Now, there's the there's the well, hey, what about what if they're studying it to weaponize it and this and that? I'm not saying shit like that. Uh, they happens. probably do. That's why they like it. So they can. Well, weaponize right. It, but, but by and large, for the most part, the places that are studying this stuff, it's they're they're, they're finding they're, they're, they're adding shit to the disease to kind of see how it works, see how it yeah. manipulates, see how you can fucking fight it. That's that's for the most part, the main goals of these things. Now, I'm not saying there's not fucking crazy pro, um, programs that our country has done in, in China, Russia, places like that um, to where they're hell. Oh, what if we need to use this as a biological right, right. agent? And they've done weird little studies, men who stare at goats type shit, you know. Um, but by and large, that's what they're doing in most of these places. So the fact that it's they did have a lab that was studying that means that, you know, someone there clearly was working on some kind of fucking medicine for it, you know? Yeah. And that's why it came so air quotes quickly, because it's been studied for years. This is just a new variant. And so they had everything lined up and all they did was shift for the 19 variant. Yeah. Um. One more story, and then we can run rogue again if you want to. Or you mentioned lawsuits. We're now in an area where uh, the population can sue if they get a, a vaccination and it does something bad. I sent you a story of what I think is a fantastic lawsuit. The only thing I think I have a problem with the, with this lawsuit that I sent you is that 
unless I'm mistaken, I have I didn't look it over. Maybe you're looking it over now. Um, let, let me quick glance at it just to see how dumb I am. I, I don't want to get this wrong. Let's see. Yep. Russia. I, that, okay, so I was upset that it wasn't the United States of America. I wanted to see a Florida. I wanted to see an Alabama, a Texas. I wanted to see an American file this lawsuit. But no, a Russian woman has filed a lawsuit against McDonald's because uh, the McDonald's Big Mac is so tempting it forced her to break fast during Lent. She had to eat a McDonald's Big Mac. So she is suing McDonald's because she broke her fast during Lent because as a pudgy atheist, I was proud to read this story. <laughs> Our Big Macs are stronger than your Lord. Kneel before <laughs> the special sauce. You, thou cannot deny the Thousand Island dressing on these two amazing patties. I I enjoyed it too. Like I said, my only disappointment was that it wasn't an American. That that it didn't happen here. It it shows. You know what it shows me? It shows me that America is 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 doing a good job of exporting stupidity. We 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 are a sue happy nation, and now we are turning the world into a sue happy world. Um, we export our diabetes. We export our corn syrup. We're trying to make the rest of the world fat like us. And now we are trying to make the rest of the world litigious like us. So I suppose there is pride in that. Yeah, I also like that this lady's only suing for $14. I thought that was kind of fucking modest. <laughs> you know, you, you know, damn sure that's not America. It would have been, yes. well, I know the sandwich was $14, but the punitive damages, the emotional cost. I need $32 million, McDonald's. That's true. Well, it is 1000 rubles um, as for sustained moral damage. That's the thing is it's uh, I don't know what 1000 rubles buys in Russia. Maybe that's a rent for an apartment for a month. Maybe it is this like is Russia. When modernity is cheap, it is worth 1000 rubles or $14 US. That is what it is worth. <laughs> that is what my emotional healing is worth. What that does tell me is that, Jake, you and I should move to the pod, the podcast to Russia and become kings. I mean, if all we have to do is live off $14, $14 a month or year, or if that compensates you, shit. I mean, I mean that's I could... kind of what Lee Camp did. You know, he was super woke as fuck, and then he started working for Russia today. So, he, you know, he'll, he'll still call out all the corporations, just won't say anything bad about Putin. You know, <laughs> I didn't know he did that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I met him years ago. He's a good dude. Yeah, yeah. He's a nice guy, man. Just I didn't know he was working for Russia. Working All right. For Russia well, today. Still acting woke as fuck, though. It's like, but you 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 can't call out Putin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what the CEO of Chase said about the poorest half of what about Putin? You fucking idiot. Uh, well, he's got to make rent. He does live in New York, so. Um. Well, uh, that's about all I have for you. You got you want anything you want to go rogue on? I'll tell you this. I'm going to go see the movie Free Guy on Tuesday with the kids. I got tickets on cheap five dollar Tuesday and I, I'm very hesitant, Jake. I, I think the previews look good. I like Ryan Reynolds, but from the director of Night at the Museum is a huge red flag because that movie was just like staring at my asshole, squatting over a mirror. It just so I'm, I'm worried that it's going to be that. Yeah, I think we're going to see something today, man. Not, not really sure. We're going to we're going to grab uh, we're just going to get on that Regal app, dude. We got that uh, monthly Regal thing. My buddy so, has that. Yep. He, once they reinstated it, he got it. 
All right. Well, maybe we'll talk about movies next week. Uh, listeners, I, did, I but... did see Pig a couple weeks ago. Pig had yes. the most absurd trailer ever. And yet people are it's like 90 plus percent on Rotten Tomatoes. People love the shit of it. They said it's a great movie. I mean, I was it was OK. Here's the thing. I've become a huge Nicolas Cage fan in the last few years. I don't know what happened to me during lockdown, but like I'm talking like the shitty Nicolas the Cage. The straight movie. the DVD. Yeah, dude, the Cage. ones that he just started making because he's like, fuck it. I got I got a I have tax problems. I'm just gonna make the shittiest movie film for a month and then done. Give me the check so I can I can pay off the tax, man. I don't care how terrible this is. Just make sure we can film it quickly and I'll fucking do it if the money's right. You know, like I've been, I've been, I love those. This was not that. This one I found kind of slow and pretentious. Like it was, I don't know. It was kind of cool, but it was also kind of like, dude, I, I like it. I like mm. a slow burn, man, but eh. pretentious. This must be why all the critics are loving it. Why it's plus oh, yeah. 90% on Rotten oh, Tomatoes. Dude, yeah, yeah. How's it doing with the audience? How's the fucking audience doing with this? I don't know. You look that up and I'll tell you this. I talked about this the other week uh, when you were gone. Bruce Willis is doing the same thing. I read an article on him. I don't know if you've kept track of Bruce Willis, but he's been doing a lot of straight to streaming movies that are just yeah. that look like ass. Uh, and I was wondering, like, why is Bruce Willis like he still had a legit shot to remain Bruce Willis, except I read an article. Motherfucker gets a million dollars a movie and he shoots for a day. Like what they do is he has this arrangement a with day. He, he wow. met this producer that does these straight to, to, to streaming movies that, that are just shit. Yeah. And what they do is it's a trade. They put Bruce Willis on top of the poster with his face, but he is an auxiliary character that goes in, shoots for one or two days tops and makes a million dollars per movie. So he I can I watch one of those recently. He can do like a bunch of these movies. He just like. He films two, three movies a month and then takes a break. You know, so he's making three, five million dollars a month and then takes a vacation whenever he wants because he gets paid a million dollars for a couple days work and they trade on the Bruce Willis name. Yeah, now, the dude, bad thing is sort is, of like the soft retirement plan for action yeah. stars from the 90s and earlier is like in, in the later parts of your careers there. I've seen a million movies like that where it's some big star, but you don't know really anyone else. And you watch the trailer and then you watch the movie and you're like, dude. They were in the entire trailer, and that trailer, that two-minute trailer, was <laughs> uh, they were in about two minutes and thirty seconds right. of the movie. They just yep. took all of that person's two minutes and thirty seconds, chopped off thirty of it, and then boom, that's the trailer. And they're and then uh, it's just a bunch of people you've never seen or heard of in the and, whole rest of the movie. Exactly, and that's what Bruce Willis is banking on. The the, the article I read talked about. Just, I couldn't every forty minutes or so, Bruce Willis just shows up and goes. How's this movie going? Did you catch the guy yet? All right, cool. I got to go take a shit. And then he's off, you know? Not even that. They said it was a crime movie and he played a detective or a cop or an FBI. I don't remember. But so he's having a, an intense meeting with another detective in a cafe about a serial killer. And like, we got to catch this guy. And the other cop is like, yeah, we got to catch him. But that's his scene is the entire movie is the other cop chasing the serial killer. <laughs> Have you caught him yet? Yeah, exactly. No, I'm still trying to. I'm also still trying. <laughs> they let's go. Let's go. Cap. You go your way. Yep. I'll go my way. We'll spread out. We spread out throughout the city. You know, I send the camera crew with you and then we all we both go try to catch him separately. Yep. That's ex and and fuck, I would do it, too. 
I mean, it's got to, in a way, it's better than Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage got in trouble and had to do that. Whereas Willis is, like you said, it's a soft retirement. It's just, I work when I want to. I mean, he can't do it forever because soon enough, a lot of these movies will run his name into the ground. But for as long as he can put Bruce Willis above a title on a poster, fuck it. You know, two days work for a million dollars. Who cares if he used to get 20 million for Die Hard? That took months and months to shoot. He was on set every day for 12 hours. Well, yeah, I think he's I think Nicolas Cage has a similar thing just for less money, but it's still it's still pretty decent. I don't know what he's getting paid. Well, and he also they say it offers freedom or at least Nicolas Cage has said it offers freedom where when you're dealing with a big studio, they they have everything set in stone the way they want it to go. So you turn out national treasure and it becomes this movie for the family or the ages or everything has to be just so. Or yeah, that's the thing, films. dude. I just like the fucking low budget, just he wants the insane Nicolas Cage action movies. Just the yep. off the wall. It's like a B movie from the 80s or something, but with Nicolas Cage and slightly more of a budget than the than the, the B movies had in the 80s. They're, they're well, and he's, great. he's on set every day. Nicolas Cage is actually the star of the movie. He's not well, the yeah. Bruce Willis. He's he's in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. OK, yeah, yeah. He is in the movies a lot. Yeah, you're yeah. right. He does actually have to. I, I see what you're going with that. Yeah, yeah. And work. But the thing is, is I didn't like I mean, I, I didn't hate Pig. It was kind of decent. Like it, it was interesting. It was worth watching. I just found it like pretentious. And the, it, it there was so much just sort of symbolism and all that that I'm like, man, you really thought that people watching this were a bunch of dumb fucking yokels, didn't you? You know, <laughs> and it was just it just annoyed me. And there was oh, look, this is how. This is how soul draining the restaurant industry is. And look at my look at my artistic approach and how actually working in the restaurant industry kind of sucks. And it's like, really, you know who could fucking also tell you that anyone you've known who've ever worked in the restaurant industry, (laughs) dumb motherfucker. No one thought it was fun. Hey, hey, you know how there's those shows on TV about chefs? You know how every one of them is screaming and being a cunt always? Yeah. That, even on TV, they don't pretend it's fun. These people are fucking assholes, dude. Although when I worked in the restaurant industry, everybody was fucking everybody. So you did get laid a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're fucking a lot, but they're they're, they're fucking assholes, man. Chefs are fucking assholes. They're terrible. Well, the people. chefs are, but the front of the house, the the servers and the bartenders, everybody there is commingling and, and having fun. Well, right. It, but the, and then it sucks to work in the front of the house because you got to deal with no the asshole, the public, assholes. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, everyone knows that about the restaurant industry. Everyone knows that you, you, you don't need to convince me of this. You don't need <laughs> to do. Oh, here's a metaphor about travels and an old chef that lives in the woods. And it's like, no, I I knew that working in the restaurant industry sucks. I only did it for a few months and it was everything I thought it would be based on literally everything that anyone has ever told me about the restaurant industry. You don't need to. Oh, here's a here's a clever metaphor about how coal mining and dying of black lung (laughs) isn't a dream job. Like, yeah, I don't I don't need that. I I already knew it fucking sucked from every folk song ever written about it. I've never seen coal miner's daughter, but I'm sure that was the case there. Maybe, maybe need, maybe they needed introduction into it then. Back yeah, in the that's not what that Loretta Link song was about. I'm a coal miner's daughter, and my father's job is perfect in every way. <laughs> he loves to go to work in the mines, and he loves the way that the smoky feels on his lungs. He loves to inhale the coal dust; it makes him happy. Like that wasn't. It's just like song. cocaine. It's black cocaine. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Black gold. <laughs> Appalachian tea. Yeah, it's not. Appalachian tea. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. That wasn't the song. Nope. All right, my friend. Good to see your face. Good talking to you, listeners. Uh, thanks for listening. Visit jakevevera.com. Visit nathantimmel.com. Click that share button because it makes us happy. And if you could write a positive review, that would also make us happy. All right, Jake. I will talk to you next week. Later. Thank you.